Welcome back. I'm Kim Bailey. She's Juliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. Today we're going to talk about communication and it's communication with your customers, whether they're internal or external. It comes from some experiences I've had in the last two or three months and they seem to be repetition of experiences that I've had previously in other industries, in other situations. And it's about the way you communicate to your customers when they're in a process of yours. Bottom line, I have to say, and I've said it before, is that, and you would know it yourselves, if you put yourself in the position of being a customer or a client, you don't care what the organisation's process is. You don't care what slang words, what jargon they use. You want a result. You want what you want and you don't care how they do it. All you need to know is what you need to do to fit into that process and it's not about you understanding the process it's not about the process being explained to you it's just how do you fit in that process and what do you need to do the prime example I will have to say comes from the real estate industry at the present time in terms of rental accommodation I would have to hazard a guess and say that for as many estate agents groups there are out there there is a process and they're all different Some are marginally different, some are very different, and every single one that you go to expects you to know their process, understand their forms, understand their timeline, all of those things. From a customer point of view, I don't care. I don't care what your process is. I don't care what you have to do or how you have to do it. I just want the end result, and I just want to know what I have to do to get to that point. Now, solve my problem for me. And so many organisations will move away from real estate and just say in general, because I I can make a blanket statement and say that too many organisations rely on automatic email responses. They don't read them. They don't go through the process themselves to see that it works or to see how it happens. Now, I, on a semi-regular basis, get an email that says, the, the subject line says, dear first name fix, now, first name fix is a phrase in HTML where it, where the email takes the first name of that client contact from their details in a database. So something has gone wrong in the system where it's, it's not picking up the name. Mm. Now, I know that. But someone who doesn't know that that's the case will look at that email and say, don't they even know my name? Mm. Aren't they even write to me in, a, in, in English in a civil mm. manner? Think about an interaction with a customer being 100 points. Every time you don't meet their expectations, you're losing points. And so when you get to about 80 points, they're going to start to say, I don't want to deal with this person, I don't want to deal with this organisation, I'm not going to proceed. And, in fact, I, I did that yesterday. I withdrew something yesterday because I thought, mm. no. Uh, yeah. It's too hard. You're not. You're not listening to me. You're not, not focused yeah. on all of this automatic. I, I'm not interested in, in doing business with you. Uh-huh. So it's about that. Looking at your communication, testing the process from the customer's point of view, so that you see what the customer is seeing. You read it. And in some cases, I would suggest that you have someone who doesn't know what's been written. Read the emails. Read the, the interactions that you're having. Listen to what your customer is doing. Now, I know that a lot of organisations record their customer service calls. Mm. 
and I know that that many of them use that as for training purposes, but they use it for training purposes to reinforce what they want done. And they're not doing it from the customer's point of view. Very often they're not hearing what the customer is saying. It's more about, well, you should have said this. It's about following the script rather than listening to what the, the, the points that the customer was making that could be developed into a better script if mm. that were the case. So it's about, having someone independent or, or yourself looking with an independent mind. Don't read between the lines. You know, if you wrote the email that's going out as the autoresponder, don't read what you think you wrote. Read, it at, read what's on the screen out loud so you hear what's actually on the screen rather than fill in the blanks for what you wanted to say but maybe didn't get the wording right. And that will give you a better indication of how someone else is actually seeing it and reading it and hearing it. I better let you have a word. <laughs> One of the, the regular, when, when we do customer satisfaction surveys, one a very, very important point comes out often is make it easy for me to do business with you. And what we just heard is that's not making it easy. That's making it difficult. It's giving the impression I don't care about you and I care more about my process and about you following it, even though I can't even explain it to you, etc. So making it easy does not mean don't have a process in place. On the contrary, have a process in place do not bother the customer with it. Just make it very easy, very easy to follow, short, sharp, and from customer perspective. Behind the scene, what you need to do in your organisation is a different matter. Another point is if you're looking at the customer, is how much to communicate and how. Let's take current situation and whether you're pro-Australia Post or anti-Australia Post is quite irrelevant. However, they did warn that they're going to have very, very high volumes in December and uh, to put your um, deliveries in earlier. And now they gave statistics in the new year to say, yeah, what we guessed was right and it's gone up by 20% in the last whatever years. So in that sense, that communication was important. It was important to say, I know a few people may have the critics said, well, why don't you put on more people? Why don't you? They've done a lot of that. And I think they demonstrated they've done a lot of that. But to me, it's the communication piece that I want to flag and that they did say, and they did say there might be delays and what their new expected timeline would be. The same thing happened over all orders and, and buying. A lot of people end up doing things differently because of the last 12 months, for example, home improvements and furniture and all of that. A lot of furniture come from offshore. Again, that communication is not what you have to do and how and my process and then I have to order it and don't talk about that. We don't care. What we care about is that you're now saying it used to be up to 14 days now I don't have any stock in, I don't have any spare stock in the warehouse or in country. And this has happened overseas. So now the best estimate is three months or whatever it is, I'm making it up. But I think that communication is important. And the reason, and the reason is we already know it's manufactured overseas. Similarly, if we think you can have Australian made, is that faster? 
Again, I want to know that to give me choices. And in that example, it might and it might not. It might be, um, again, the stock is run out because people are spending their money that way. So it's good to know that, but don't burden me with you have to order it, then it has to go through this step, this step, this step. But be honest and that about expectation. The important part in that is that, yes, you can communicate reasons, but you're communicating reasons, not process. Yes, and from customer perspective, not yours. Yes. My other big bugbear, and I have mentioned it, I don't know how many times, is industry jargon and acronyms. Oh, yes. You don't say, uh, we need you to fill out the TMC unless I know what the TMC is or I can find out easily what the TMC is. Certainly you can tell me what the TMC is in your communication and then put it in brackets if you want to refer to it after that. Just because you understand it and it's easy and that's how you what you call it and how you refer to it doesn't mean that I know or I care. Yeah. <laughs> so think as a customer. You really do have to take yourself out of the process, take yourself out of the role you're in, look at it from the customer's point of view and follow the process itself from the customer's point of view be independent about the review of any communication that you're looking at and make sure that it still portrays the message and the action that you want them to take in a simple, pleasant format. Yeah. All right. I think I can get off my high horse now. (laughs) (laughs) It's very valid, though. And in terms of customer-client communications, it does have to be continuous review. You do have to look at it all of the time. You do have to take the good with the bad. You do have to listen to what a customer is saying in those recorded calls. I had a call selling me something a little while back and the the person was very good. She was really, she listened to what I was saying and she answered some of the questions that I was almost thinking about. She answered so, you know, her training to that point had been excellent. And at the end of it, I said, look, I appreciate the time that you've taken and I know this is being recorded so I want you to understand that although I'm not going ahead it's not because of anything you've said or haven't said you've answered all my questions even the ones that I was only thinking about that I didn't ask I said I I simply don't need the product at this point in time but I want you to know that you're good at what you're doing don't stop what you're doing I know it's hard to do it to do the cold calls and try and sell something over the phone but you should know and people listening to this recording should know that you're good at it and the script works, the script is good. On this occasion, I simply don't need it, but I listened because I wanted to be able to say this at the end of the exercise. Well, I got a reaction that I completely didn't expect. She burst into tears. She said, I've never had anyone tell me I'm good at this. So it's so important. So, so again, what what I want to highlight is that if you are recording these calls and you are using them for training purposes, tell the people they're good. If if they're good, if they're following the script, if they're doing all of the things that you've trained them to do, tell them that, because someone has to, and it's not always going to be, and probably not very often going to be the person on the other end of the phone that you've got on the recording. Yeah. So good and bad. Customer yes. communications, I think we've covered it for today. I'm Kim Bailey. She's Fuliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec.